Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast, episode number 18. This is your host, Jacob Andre, and today I'm talking about how to get a six-pack. So if you want to know how to make those little lumps on the front of your belly show up, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jacob Andre, and for over a decade, I've trained everyone from children to elite athletes to move better, feel better, and perform better. While a thorough understanding of fitness and nutrition is vital, underpinning that is mindset. And I've come to discover just how important it is. I've worked with literally thousands of people, and more often than not, it's the ones who win the mind game who succeed in the big game. So, how do they do it? This is the Mind Your Body Podcast. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Podcast. My name is Jacob Andre, and today I'm talking about how to get a six-pack. Probably one of the most commonly asked questions in the fitness industry, how do I get a six-pack, particularly in men, which is why I'm talking about it as part of this month's men's health topics. So I'm going to start off by saying that you've already got one. Whether you can see it or not, everyone has a six-pack. Would you believe me if I said that? Well, it's true. Everyone does have a six-pack. The muscles of the six-pack are actually your rectus abdominal muscles, and everyone has them. It's not that you don't have them there. It's just like having a bicep muscle. Everyone has got it. It's just that it doesn't show. The thing, though, with the abs is that while you can make them slightly bigger, just the same way you can a bicep muscle, uh, from doing crunches and sit-ups, it's more about the body fat over the top, which allows them to be visible. So... If you can see your six-pack muscle, it's because you've got a lower level of body fat. So it's really all about reducing body fat. But let me go into the details of the abdominals. So fundamentally, there are three muscles which make up the abdominals. The first is the rectus abdominis, which sits at the front of the trunk and allows you to bend forward and flex. They are broken up into six bellies. They're actually, I'm going to talk about a little bit more in there than that. But the other muscle is the transverse abdominus, and that is kind of like the body's natural corset, and that allows the body to sort of protect everything, pull everything in, and make everything nice and protected, particularly the organs which sit underneath it. The transverse abdominus is very, very important. It sits in underneath the rectus abdominus, and like I said, it's like a natural corset, protecting everything and holding everything nice and strong. So that also needs to be strong if you want to have a visible six-pack. And the other one is the obliques. And the obliques allow the body to rotate and twist, but also to flex to the sides. So when you want to get a six-pack, most people also want to get good obliques as well, because that's almost kind of like the cherry on top for a good body. That allows you, that gives you that real kind of like defined, ripped look, which makes people think, yeah, that guy definitely works out, or that gal. So the abdominals are mainly there for protection, to protect all of the organs which sit underneath, but they're also important for movement. And it's important that you strengthen all of the abdominals and not just the rectus abdominis by doing bulk sit-ups and crunches. So how does the rectus abdominis get that pack look? Well, I'm going to go into a little bit of detail here with the rectus abdominis. So the rectus, uh, the, the rectus abdominis is actually broken up into eight bellies. So everyone actually has got an eight-pack. Most people just say a six-pack because 
uh, that's what you typically see. Most people can really only get six show up. But if your body fat is really low, you can get all eight show up. But everyone has got eight. Uh, some people actually don't. Some people do legitimately only have six, and some people legitimately only have four. And the reason for that is because those little bellies, those little pack, uh, or what you, what we see as a pack in the front of the tummy area, is connective tissue dividing up the abdominal muscle into those little bellies. That connective tissue is called the tenderness intersections. And in some people, some lucky people, they actually have an extra line, and that then gives them a 10-pack. So pretty much everyone has an 8-pack. In some people, they have that extra connective tissue dividing the abdominal, the erectus abdominis up into 10 little bellies. And some people, not very many, but a few actually don't have that connective tissue and they've got the four or six. But don't let that hold you back from trying to get the six pack because for most people, they have got the eight pack. They've got the tenderness intersections dividing up the rectus abdominis into those eight bellies. And the reason why they don't have the eight visible is because of the body fat which sits over the top and because you, you really need to have a very low body fat level in order to for all eight to show. So regardless of how many lines of connective tissue you have, um, the rectus abdominis is in there. It's there and you may not be able to see it, but it's definitely there. So the key to making it show up is not from doing heaps of sit-ups and crunches. I just stay away from sit-ups altogether. Sure, crunches, they are good. Crunches do actually strengthen the rectus abdominis. But really all that's going to allow you to do is to get out of bed super fast because for most people, that's what they use the rectus abdominis for, for sitting up. And so the most common um, movement is getting up out of bed. So you don't really need it. Unless you're an athlete, then you really do need to have a, a strong rectus. But more importantly, you really need to have a very strong transverse abdominis. So that corset muscle, which sits in underneath the rectus, protecting everything and holding everything in nice and tight. So if you're playing sport, for example, and you need to go in for a tackle or bend over and pick up the ball and those sorts of things, you do need to have a strong rectus abdominis, but you can get that from doing crunches. In my experience, the people who know how to do crunches correctly, and yes, there is a correct way to do crunches, are those who have been through and done Pilates and yoga training. In my experience, the typical run-of-the-mill PT doesn't really know how to do crunches properly, and it's just all about lifting the shoulders, whereas what you should really be doing in order to work the rectus abdominis well and efficiently, as well as preventing any injury or pain in the back or the neck, is to push your lower back down into the mat as if you're trying to create an imprint of your spine into the mat. And then think about sliding your rib cage down towards your hips. So your rib cage should be sliding parallel with the ground and trying to decrease that distance between the bottom of the rib cage and your hips, rather than thinking about lifting your shoulders up. So how do we get a six pack? Well, there's four points which I've talked about this week. First off is nutrition. It's very common to hear people say that nutrition is 80% of the solution in weight loss. And this is exactly what we're doing here. We are, it's all about eliminating fat or reducing, not eliminating, but reducing fat. So having a lower level of body fat is the main thing for getting a six pack. So Get rid of the takeaway foods and all the junk foods and really fuel your body with wholesome and nourishing foods like your veggies in order to reduce body fat. So eat foods, you know, high and healthy, like foods which um, have a lot of healthy fats in them like avocados, olive oil, 
um, nuts, as well as protein, so your chicken, fish, meat, particularly if it's grass-fed and organic, um, and then your vitamins and minerals from your fruits and vegetables. And this kind of this is essentially moving into a bit of a paleo or keto type diet, but you don't have to do that. But it certainly helps because it helps encourage switch your body over from burning sugar to burning fat as an energy source. And one way which this can really be enhanced is through fasting. And that's my second point. So you don't have to fast in order to reduce body fat, but it helps. So as a species, I believe we just eat a lot of food, way too much food than what we need. And not individually, I'm saying as a species, particularly in Western civilization. So there are many other benefits to fasting, actually, because some of the benefits from fasting include that your insulin levels drop in the bloodstream, growth hormone levels increase in the bloodstream. When you fast, the waste removal processes um, to become more activated and cells are able to actually repair themselves. And this can really be most efficiently done when there's no fuel, no food in the body to be digested. Inflammation is also reduced and the mitochondria, the energy production component of cells becomes more efficient as well as last of all, um, fasting stimulates the growth of new nerve cells. So fasting is very, very effective. So apart from it reducing, depending on how you're doing it, of course you can fast and not eat breakfast and then go and gorge out for the rest of the day and have way a heap of calories. But fasting typically lowers your calorie intake which is going to reduce body fat. But then it's also got those other benefits. And one of those benefits, as I spoke about, you know, the, in, uh, the insulin levels drop and the growth hormone levels increase and so on, all those things, is that fasting actually helps your body to switch over to a fat-burning um, source. And that will typically, in fasting, take a few weeks so one of the types of fasting which I've started is intermittent fasting where I've been skipping breakfast. Typically, you don't want to be eating after or within about three hours of going to sleep because that's just going to then provide you with energy when your body doesn't need it. So I go to bed at a, usually 10 o'clock every night. What I'm trying to do now is to eat it by 7 o'clock, be no more food after 7 o'clock. So with fasting, you really need to have about 16 hours or at least 12 hours but ideally 14 to 16 hours where there's no food in your tummy so that means that i'm going through until about morning tea the next day so around 10 o'clock if i'm eating at seven o'clock in order to get the benefits of fasting the third one is starting to move into the training that we're doing now so this is actually an order of importance as well so we've looked at nutrition first fasting second and then the third one is strength training so running is an exceptionally good exercise for your abs because of the rotation through your trunk and also the fact that your body has to work against gravity on every single step. But as for cardio as a fat burning exercise, strength training is much more. So from a strength, from a um, fat loss point of view, cardio isn't as good as strength training. But the reason why I say running is because you've got that strength training element to it where your body is twisting and also um, having to overcome gravity on every single step. So there's strength training to the muscles and to the bones. The thing with strength training is it also increases your lean muscle mass. And as it increases your lean muscle mass, it also increases your basal metabolic rate, your BMR. So your BMR is the minimum amount of energy required by your body to maintain vital functions and just keep it alive. So having a higher BMI means that you will burn more energy, and that's even when you're at rest. So how good is that? You're burning more energy even when you're not doing anything. 
So strength training is really, really important. One, for burning fat, but also for activating the core. Because when you are doing exercises, you should really be using the core in every exercise. So you should be thinking about tucking and bracing on every exercise that you do. Whether it's a deadlift or a squat or a push-up, you are still working your core muscles. And that is in particular the transverse abdominus. And that leads me into my fourth and final point. It's core training. Forget about doing all the sit-ups and crunches. If you want to do crunches, that's great. It will strengthen the rectus abdominis. It will make the muscles slightly bigger. But if you're doing them the way I mentioned earlier on, which is where you are pulling your lower back down into the mat and really like tucking and bracing, you're also working the transverse abdominis at the same time as the rectus abdominis. So crunches are good. Do them the way that I've suggested so that you're killing two birds with one stone and hitting that transverse and hitting it well. But really what you need to be doing is your other typical core training exercises like your planking. So planking on your on your front side where it's on your elbows or your hands and then doing a whole different variations around that. Even in a bridge position when you've um, got your hands behind and you're up in a tabletop type position, whether you're in an easier version with your knees bent or a harder version with your knees straight. And then getting onto the sides and then also sort of working right around and hitting, you're also hitting your shoulder joint as well when you're in doing these and you're doing it properly, but then you're also sort of getting a bit more of the obliques at the same time when you're in those uh, side planks and things. So it's all about those vacuuming type exercises. So I say vacuuming because it's about pulling in, sucking in, really bracing. So think about when you're doing any of your strength training exercises, whether it's push-ups, squats, deadlifts, anything else, even bicep curls and tricep extensions, or you are doing your sole core training exercises like your planking, you should really be pulling your belly button in, slight tuck of your hips, pulling your pelvic floor up, and bracing, sucking everything in. Pretend you're wearing a bikini or a pair of Speedos, and everything's being sucked in nice and tight, and then you're working those transverse abdominal muscles at the same time as any other muscle group that you might be doing. So to summarize, everyone has got a six pack. Whether it's visible or not, it is actually there. And in fact, everyone or most people have an eight pack unless there's a missing um, line of connective tissue, which is in very, very few people. Everyone has, apart from that, has an eight pack. And in some lucky people, they've got a 10 pack. So if you want your abs to be visible, it's all about fat loss. And it's in this order of importance. First of all, get your nutrition right. So lots of wholesome foods and get rid of all the junk and the sugary uh, high GI foods. Secondly, fast. You don't have to fast, but it's highly beneficial to making your abs visible. Thirdly, is to start committing to regular strength training. So you could probably start with two days a week if you're not doing it now, but probably ideally at least three days a week and probably no more than four days a week, depending on what sort of program you're doing. And finally, forget about the sit-ups and do your crunches properly and really work on those core exercises like planking. So if you've got any questions or comments, I'm really looking forward to reading them and answering them in the comments section on the website. So head on over there and go ahead and ask. I'll see you in the next episode. Are you frustrated that no matter how much you try, no matter how good you plan to eat, no matter how much you intend to exercise, you just can't seem to stay on track with your health and fitness goals? Do you feel like your best of intentions to have more energy and feel better about yourself results in having even less energy and feeling down? What if there was something you were missing? 
What if eating healthy was actually enjoyable? What if you looked forward to exercise? What if moving more could actually be really easy? I've put together a free ebook just for you, detailing the strategies for having more energy and feeling better about yourself. And I want to give it to you absolutely free. To get instant access absolutely free, simply visit jacobandre.com. That's J-A-C-O-B-A-N-D-R-E-A-E.com.